All right, if you ever wanted to try the Clubhouse app, you better do it now because Clubhouse is basically this app, in case you didn't hear about it. It's an audio-only app. And there are different people hosting shows about different topics. And then people in the audience, they can raise their hand if they want to ask a question and the host might pick them out. Well, Clubhouse has been out for about two years and word is out that now the top executives are quitting. They're having massive layoffs. And, you know, the Clubhouse app was always compared to having your very own radio show. But it could never be that. Do you know why? It just doesn't have the frequency. <laughs> yes. And you see, ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, just an example of all the fun that we have here at Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about everything digital. And just a reminder that we're brought to you by GetTheCurrent.com. It's your weekly newsletter. It comes out twice, as a matter of fact, on Saturdays and Tuesdays. And it's full of tech news and tips. It's just fabulous and no ads. And it's free. That's right. You can see a sample and you can sign up right now over at GetTheCurrent.com. Once again, that's GetTheCurrent.com. And joining us this week, as always, is Ali Seligman, our amazing content queen and crypto gal. Allie, what do you have for us on this Tech Refresh? I have some absolutely wild crypto drama to share. Um, things are quiet right now, but not in this sense. And then I've got a quick check to see if anybody is lurking in your Google account. Ooh, watch out for that. And then, of course, we have our magnificent millennial, Matthew Heffel. <laughs> yes, Matt, what pearls of wisdom will you be sharing with us? We'll be talking about how NASA is unveiling its brand new amazing rocket, as well as a cool tip that we can use to go play some old nostalgic uh, PC games. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Is it like Oregon Trail? Hey, maybe. You'll find out. Oh, <laughs> gosh. I just Spoiler. hope I don't get sick again. <laughs> All right. How about we start this podcast with some important tech developments to keep you in the know. And I have a sad story. And I normally like to keep things upbeat and happy, but we need to pass along this really dire warning about Apple AirTags. I don't know if you guys saw this in the news. Well, let me back up just a little bit. The AirTags, right? They're about the size of a quarter. And they work with your iPhone and they do triangulation with other iPhones, other iDevices. So you have like precise locations and they're trackers. But as it turns out, the AirTags are being used to track unsuspecting and in this case, actually kill a person. Uh, reports of AirTags being used illegally, they're just popping up all over. This happened in Indianapolis. A suspicious woman slipped an Apple AirTag into her boyfriend's pocket. He doesn't know it. He goes about his business and his day, and then he goes to a local bar. And there at the bar, he meets a young woman. And the girlfriend sees him having a drink with a new lady friend, and naturally all hell broke loose. They started having this horrible argument inside the bar. And the boyfriend says, you know what, let's move it out to the parking lot, and this way we can just talk things out there. Well, the girlfriend got in the car, her car rather, and ran him over. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Then she stopped, she backed up, mm. and then she ran over him again. Okay. He was 26 years old. Now, here's the deal, is that if you have an Android phone, just want to let you know that it doesn't alert you automatically. You have to actually download this Find My app from Apple in the Google Play Store. Then you have to do a manual scan can take 10 minutes in order for it to find an Apple AirTag. Now, if you have an iPhone, it's going to pop up automatically and say an unknown AirTag near you. Do you want us to track it down? And, you know, and don't disregard those alerts and those notifications because 
it, you could actually be in danger. You have to take these alerts very, very seriously. And I really think that, you know, Apple has to do a better job, right? right. I mean, they can push down an update. They can push down something. So even if you're on an Android, you get updated automatically. And if you are on an iPhone, maybe it does more than just put up a little notification like, oh, hi, an AirTag is near you. Maybe it like sounds the alarm mm-hmm. and says, hey, this is really important stuff. Um, and if you are concerned about being tracked, you know, here's the deal. Um, don't use an Android phone, right? <laughs> I mean, because they're just not keeping track of it. I mean, seriously. I mean, if you are in a dire situation, I don't know, with some wacko sicko or you think you're being stalked, you need to get an iPhone. You don't need to go buy the newest iPhone 13. You can buy an 11. You can buy a 10, right? Uh, but you do need to get an iPhone. And I wish I had happier news, but again, I just want everybody to know about this. And if you have family members and friends, you really ought to be sharing this information. Over at commando.com, Allie, we got just tons of tips, right? We do, yeah. We have all the steps to see how to see if an error tag is tracking you on an iPhone, on an Android, if you happen to have one and want to download that app. But again, Kim, you're right that it's it's a bummer if you have an Android. It's a lot harder to see. It is. It's awful. All right, we're going to switch gears, Matt, and you are going to tell us about... Outer space. Yes. Let's go from something really sad to really cool. NASA just moved their gigantic SLS rocket, the Space Launch System, which is the biggest rocket NASA has ever developed, and they actually put it up on the stand in Florida on the launch pad. Now, they're doing this to test all the systems. This is called a wet test, which basically means they will be partially firing some of the engines. They will be going through all of the systems and making sure everything's ready. This is in preparation for a space mission that will be taking place in 2025, but that will be the first manned mission back to the moon in over 65 years. Wow. One of the coolest things about this mission, it'll be the first woman and the first person of color to ever be on the moon as well, which I think is a really cool fact. I wanted to be that person. Right? Wouldn't that be amazing? I know. That'd be so cool. Basically, what they did this past week was they got it lifted up onto the launch pad, and then they got it in preparation for the test, which will be taking place in a few weeks. But the pictures of this thing are amazing. If you haven't seen it, just Google SLS, and it is this massive rocket that is bigger than anything you can possibly imagine. And I wanted to end this by telling a little moon fact as we'll be going back to the moon. So in 1972, there was an astronaut. His name was Charles Duke, and he was only 36 years old at the time of this event. He dropped a picture of his entire family into a small crevine on the moon and left it there. Now, scientists, a little bit of bad news. Scientists believe that now this picture is probably stark white as it's been destroyed by the radiation. But I think that's amazing. 36 years old and drop a picture of his family on the moon. That's so sweet. I mean, you know, talk about a selfie, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's right there. Hey, did you hear what NASA's new slogan will be once their budget is cut? Ready? Hmm. NASA, the sky's the limit. (laughs) Oh, I know. I worked hard for that one. Okay, Allie, you know, every time I hear like the WWDC, it reminds me of like the WWE. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. My husband and I were making that same joke yesterday. WWDC. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, we are here to kill and destroy. (laughs) The Undertaker. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it's that time again. Apple's WWDC, that is the Worldwide Developers Conference. Developer is the key word there because most of the big stuff that comes out of this one is for people building in the Apple ecosystem. But of course, they always take the chance to show us things that we should spend our money on and be interested in. The big standouts this year are all uh, additions to the different Apple operating systems, which I'll get to in a second. 
But first, the bad news. Okay, Mm. iOS 16, that's the new operating system for iPhones coming in the fall. It's only for iPhone 8 and newer. So if you Mm. have, I'm sorry, a Generation 1 SE, a 6S, a 6S Plus, a 7, or a 7 Plus, no more updates. Or anything below that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you still somehow are holding on. (laughs) I know. I don't know if you you noticed this, but a couple of weeks ago on the show, I actually got a call from somebody who said, I have an iPhone 4. Do you remember yeah. that? And I'm like, dude. Okay, I bet Congrats you're still whirling. still yes. works. Yeah. I think you're still whirling polyester from the 70s. I mean, <laughs> gosh. I would imagine that thing gets like 45 minutes of battery life. Yeah, but, totally. Yeah. That's it. Uh, same with the iPad. The It's iPad OS 16. I can't believe wow. the iPad's been around this long. The iPad Air 2 and the Mini 4 will no longer be supported. I have okay. one of those. Yeah. Oh. So what which features are worth this big fall update? So there are three that Apple is really saying these are our most requested features. This is what people are excited about. The ability to edit text messages, unsend a text mm-hmm. message, or mark a text as unread so you can come back to it later. Um, I'm pretty sure you could mark a message as unread in like AOL Instant Messenger. So I don't <laughs> know what took yeah. them so long. It's like but 1992. Yes, I guess I'm glad it's finally here. So unsending or editing text, you get 15 minutes and you can change it or say, nope, didn't want to send that. What do we think about this? Hmm. I, uh, well, you I know, I mean, chaos. Yeah, I mean, you know, whenever you make a mistake in a text, like, so you want to say, like, instead of movie, it says Monday or something like that. Yeah. You know, you put the little asterisk and right. then you say Monday or movie or whatever. Meant, and everybody seems to get that. Oh, yes. Yeah. You don't have to explain, like, I didn't necessarily mean that. Now, editing text messages, especially for legal reasons, right, uh, that's going to be a problem. I mean, and we're going to need to have new ways, new apps to save the text messages as they come in versus when they were actually modified. Hmm. Yeah, the issue, the scary thing isn't, you know, fixing that moon or Monday, right, or movie or whatever it is. It's like changing the entire contents of a text message. So. Hmm. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure you're right, Kim. New new apps, new features exactly. are going to be coming along with this. All right. The iPad update has a lot of additions, too. We've got the full, you know, full rundown of everything over on commando.com. The, the big standout there is you can now or you will now be able to resize and overlap apps so that the iPad actually works more like a computer, hmm. which is pretty cool. Which is nice. Um, Apple Mail is getting the undo send feature too. You can schedule emails. You can get a reminder Finally. if you haven't received a reply to something. Finally, right? That's this is nice. another one where it's yeah. like you've been able to do this in Gmail for ever, ever, yeah, right. Beginning of time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, another nice addition: if you and your family are all in the Apple ecosystem, there's a new iCloud Share Photo Library. Up to six people can share an account together. They can share photos there. You can send all your photos. Probably don't do that. Or you can share, you know, specific photos with your family. As more people are, you know, not using their Facebook or Instagram or whatever, that's a nice way to share photos without social media. There's new hardware coming too. Um, MacBook Air starting at 1200 bucks, which is 200 more than the previous version, of course. Uh, MacBook Pro starting at 1300 And both will have the new M2 chip from Apple. Glad to know my M1 chip is uh, already outdated. <laughs> So, but really, it is good to see that they're putting a new chip in these things, or some of the new iPhones coming this fall are going to have last year's chip. So, at least the computers are getting an upgrade. Again, we've got lots more over at Commando updates to Mac OS, uh, some security features, and lots more. And you know what? Before we leave, speaking of Commando, I want you to tell everybody about this great initiative that we're doing on the website uh, Opt Out Tuesday. Yes. I mean, 
Tell, tell everybody about that. There are so many creepy websites on the internet that have all of your personal details, your phone number, your address, and these things are accurate, right? We've all seen these where we go in and like, oh, I did live there 10 years ago. Weird. <laughs> uh, and a lot more than that. They can, you know, they scrape all kinds of details from public records, all kinds of other stuff. So every Tuesday, we're putting out a new article where we walk you through the steps to remove yourself from these sites. They make it really tricky, but we show you with screenshots. We'll show you exactly where to click. And a reminder for everyone, never pay for this. This is yes. free. That's how these sites get away with staying in operation. They have to give you a free way to opt out. So never put in your credit card for this. And they make it tricky. They I really mean, do. They, they make it like, oh, this is like, I'm supposed to enter in my information here. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, no, this is going to cost you $9.99. <laughs> yep. They redirect you to other sites. They have ads on the sites that look like the buttons that you're supposed to click. They're so, shady. Yeah, I mean, they what really do you are. expect, right? Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, so I shared an email Matt, I don't know if you know this. I shared an yeah. email with Allie the other day from somebody who's like, oh, Kim Commando, you have opt-out Tuesday, and I don't believe that this is it. I got charged for this. It's like, well, no. Yeah. We didn't charge you. They didn't charge you. They were not supposed to charge you. Speaking of my email, got this joke, and I, I was vacillating whether or not it would be appropriate. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to do it, do and it. then if it's not appropriate, you can, you can let us know on Twitter. Okay, you ready? Since you were talking about eye stuff and Apple stuff, Allie, yeah. your mama is so fat that she sat on an iPhone and turned it into an iPad. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't heard of your mama joke in a long time. I know, me neither. That's why I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe this is okay. Hey, speaking of jokes, who's given us the great joke at the end of Tech Refresh? That's me. Oh, is it funny? It is funny. This is... I'm not going to hype it up too much. I like it. It's a good joke. It's understated funny. We're all going to feel like a little smarter. At the yeah, end. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we also have our trivia and Matt's on that this week. And we have an important internet privacy check with Google. And then I have some great ways to find hidden cameras. So stay right with us here with Tech and Fresh. Welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your really fun podcast about all things digital. And speaking of, are you getting the Commando newsletters? Mm, 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 mm. I can see you right now <laughs> and you are not subscribed. So go to commando.com slash subscribe and sign up for our newsletters, breaking news, tips. And then we've got Windows, Android, Apple, and you can select everything that you want over at commando.com slash subscribe. All right. This is part of the podcast where we like to give some insider secrets. And I'm going to go first. And I have to tell you, I stayed at an Airbnb a few years ago. Well, this is like you know, everything for me a few years ago is a few years ago, like before the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, sorry about that. Back in yes. the long, long ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we checked in. It was a home in Salt Lake City. And I was there for a business meeting. And I had Ian and Barry with us, with me rather. And um, we're just checking in. And, you know, and the, the host was very nice. And then she leaves. And then I go to sign on the wireless network. And I see a camera. I see a lot of cameras. Mm. I found 10 cameras. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Cameras all in the backyard. Cameras in the garage. Cameras in the family room. Mm. Okay. And then I start digging around the house, trying to see, like, where else these hidden cameras might be located. And then all of a sudden, it's like, ding, dong. And... Uh, I look at the door and Barry says, oh, there's some Mormon missionaries at the door. 
And I'm like, great, let them in. I want to hear their pitch. I want to hear. <laughs> Barry's like, <laughs> so Barry opens the door and goes, you know what? Thank you guys for stopping by, but um, we are Catholic and you're just not going to change that. And then, you know, they, they went away. And then I'm still looking around the house and I'm finding like now 11 cameras, 12 cameras, uh, cameras in hallways. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, gosh, what am I going to do with all these cameras? And then I open up a cabinet in the kitchen thinking like you know i'm looking for the router Mm -hmm. and to see um and now mind you this was a big time mormon community and the guy who we rented from was big in the church Mm. and nothing i'm not saying maybe it wasn't his but i found like a like a whole like porn stash jeez okay and so i call up the host and i said um what's (laughs) going on with all these cameras and she said Oh, well, we're just for security purposes. And I said, well, you know what? You're going to have to get back here, and we're going to go through every camera. We're going to turn off every camera. And then I called Airbnb, and I said, you know, isn't there a disclosure or something? And they said, oh, well, there's supposed to be a disclosure. Mm -hmm. But that was the end of it. But had I not checked for cameras, who knows what they would have captured and where or anything like that. And these hidden cameras, we have a whole list of them over at commando.com. They are so small. I mean, what, Allie, there's a humidifier, right? Uh, <laughs> Those that's ones a are camera. so wild. You can have a camera in anything. We think of like, you know, an outlet. But yeah, a humidifier. Um, the Roku remote. The Roku, yeah. What? Yeah, yes. water bottles. Wow. Remember the I, ponytail? There's like a, a ponytail holder that has an audio yes. recorder in it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so so it's so the and the cameras, the technology has gotten so small mm-hmm. that it's really hard to identify it. Well, you know, what Airbnb actually says is that cameras are allowed in public spaces and common spaces. That's the key, common spaces, but not in bathrooms or bedrooms. VRBO or Verbo, however you want to pronounce that, they say no indoor cameras at all. So what you want to do is look for a lens reflection. So you turn off all the lights and then you slowly scan the room with a flashlight or a laser pointer looking for any bright reflections. Then you want to look in the vents, believe it or not. Uh, Any holes or gaps in the walls or ceilings, even, um, you know, smoke detectors Mm -hmm. can actually have a hidden camera. So what can you do? Okay. Uh, you can use an RF detector to find wireless cameras that you might not see. I used Wireless Network Watcher. And this is a, a program, an app that you can download. And then it shows you every wireless device on the network. And then you can start checking boxes saying, you know, I don't want this one. I don't want this one. We have links to um, our, an our recommended RF detector that you can buy over on Amazon, as well as the Wireless Network Watcher program. But if you're traveling at all and you're staying in a, a VRBO or an Airbnb, you really need to check for hidden cameras. Just don't like slide in and go, wow, isn't this place great? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let's look at our safety too. Yeah. All right, Matt. So online games. Yeah. When I was a kid, we would have this time each week where the whole class would go to something called the computer lab. And it was just a room (laughs) full of like old Mac computers, which at the time was like top of the line. Right. And we would go in there and they would do keyboard practice or how to use a mouse and simple stuff like that. Well, if you got done with your work in time, the computers also had a ton of old PC games, Oregon Trail, Pinball, all those kinds of games. And we would have free reign to play them. So a couple weeks ago, I was like, man. I'm feeling really nostalgic about these games. So I went on a mission to see if I can find a website that had all these games for it. And I found it. 
It's amazing. It's called ClassicReload.com, and it has over 6,000, 6,000 old PC games. And so I'm scrolling through, and I find Oregon Trail, start to play, and only, I'm going to brag a little bit, only one of my players died from dysentery. So not (laughs) a big deal, but yeah. That was, you know what, I'm proud of you, man. Hey, thanks. You know, that's awesome. I'm an Oregon Trail professional. It's no big deal. I wouldn't worry about it. But go check it out. It's called ClassicReload.com. If you can think of a game that you played on an old PC, whether it be from the 80s, 90s, anytime, I guarantee it's on there. You just have to find it and search for it. ClassicReload.com. ClassicReload.com. And it's all free. It doesn't cost anything. There's ads in the sides, but and I'm sure there's mm. probably cookies. But, you know, it's free. You don't have to download anything. That's so it's nice, not too, like, right? You yeah. don't have to download yes. it on your computer. Right. All right. So, Allie. You have a must-do 30-second privacy check if you have a Gmail account. Bum, 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 bum. bum. Good headline, yes. Well, if you have a Google account, you probably use Gmail. You probably use lots of other Google products. And that is a lot of information someone could get if they happen to get into that account. You know, we talk about hacks and scams and vulnerabilities all the time. And the bad part is most of the time you don't know that someone is poking around in your your email, your you know, any of your accounts, your computer, your phone, until it's too late. So this is a little step to be proactive. I want you to go do this if you have a Gmail account. Okay. It's a check to see what devices are connected to your account. And the website is google.com slash devices. They finally made it easy for once. <laughs> um, again, google.com slash devices. What do you do at google.com slash devices? <laughs> well, Kim, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> You'll see a list of devices uh, that you're currently signed in on or that you've signed in on in the last 28 days. A little heads up, uh, you will see the same device multiple times probably. So if you see like Mac OS or Windows several times, don't freak out, they're probably all you. You can click each one for more information and it will show you what browser you use. That can be a little tip off that something weird is going on if you see right. you know, Firefox and you never use Firefox. Um, there's a button to click if you don't recognize a device and it signs it out remotely, automatically. Uh, you can also you know, change your password if that happens. Definitely do that because it might mean someone has gotten into your account. It could also mean there's something you forgot about. Um, and be aware, if you use a VPN like I do, I had a moment of like, New Jersey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Mm-hmm. And like, oh, that's me. My VPN sent to New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, oh, Kim's from New Jersey. She's here. <laughs> it was She's Kim. Just, it was her. That it was, was her. All along. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, Matt. It was Kim all along. <laughs> So again, google.com slash devices. Check that list. See if you think see anything weird. If you do, kick it out. Change your password. And speaking of passwords, you know, I tried to use over at Google a password 14 days, but they said it was just too weak. Oh. 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 I, know. I know. I'm trying here. I'm trying <laughs> to get better. I mean, I really am. All right. You want to stay right where you are because Allie has some crypto drama that you don't want to miss. And then Matt's going to be talking about a movie that you probably watched as a kid, or maybe like your kids have watched it. It's a great movie. And then we have our trivia coming up, and Ali promises a great joke at the end, much better than any of mine. So stay right where you are here with Tech Refresh. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. You know the drill. We're here to make you laugh, entertain you, and inform. And of course, we need you to get the current. That's right. Getthecurrent.com. That's where you sign up and you get The Current. You're going to love it. It's free. There's no ads. I think it's, well, aside from me and Allie and Matt, it may be the best thing at (laughs) Commander.com. So once again, it's Getthecurrent.com. Getthecurrent.com already. All right, Allie, as you put on your crypto gal cape, 
because now you're no longer the amazing content queen. What's going on in crypto land? Well, overall, things are a little quiet right now. You know, we had this big crash. Things have kind of leveled out a little bit. And it's time for some drama. You know, people aren't <laughs> focused on the money they're making, so they need something to do. So this new Twitter account popped up. And in, within less than 24 hours, in my last check, it had 33,000 followers. Um, it's called a dying nobody. And this person claims to have 137 gigabytes of hacked messages from crypto influencers, artists, developers, VCs, you name it. So apparently the messages are from Telegram. If you're not familiar with it, it's this you know open source, works on any device encrypted messaging platform. And this person, hacker maybe, says that they discovered this vulnerability along with some friends where essentially you can send a one-time fake invite to any group on Telegram and you get access to kind of the overview page for it. And yep. on the overview page, you see all the most recent messages. Oh, So nice. this person says they created a script to capture all those messages and put them all in one place. And they started spying. Uh, this started back in October 2019, all the way to May 2022. They claim to have some pretty damning info on all these folks, um, including influencers with up to a million followers, talking about things like scams, adultery, fraud, orgies, and I kid you not, assassination attempts. What? The oh, quote in there was God. killing and stealing the crypto of an individual with a group of friends. Oh, man. So they're releasing these messages in three batches. Um, that 33,000 follower number probably gives you an idea of how many people are like, what is going on here? And I'm sure there are a lot of people who use Telegram kind of panicking about like, uh, right. what did I say? Yes. Um, if you look through the, the Twitter retweets on this new account, there's kind of two camps. There's the get your popcorn. This is going to be mm. insane. What is going to happen here? <laughs> and then there's also the, uh, you guys, this is clearly like a malware attempt. There's going to be something in these files oh, that everyone's going to download that's going to yes. affect your computer. So I'm not going to download anything. I don't think you should either, but I am definitely going to be watching Twitter to see what happens and what the heck is in these messages. So we'll see. I'm interested. Well, you know what? It's it's fascinating. I had a chance to speak with um, a hacker mm -hmm. over the weekend, and um, I don't know if he's black hat or white hat, but somewhere in between, <laughs> a gray hat. <laughs> yes, and because I think he could go either way. Okay, you know, and he was explaining to me how easy it is to do a SIM swap, oh. and and how you can get an account number. Mm -hmm. then call up the rep and say, here's my account number and how you can uh, fakey fully some of these reps into your passcodes yeah. because you say, hey, listen, I need to speak to a manager because I, you know, I, I forgot the answers to my secret questions. I forgot my secret questions. So and he went through it in great detail. And it's amazing to me. And one of the things I think is the big takeaway in this, it's that no matter what you do online, there's always a trace, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And if you don't want anybody to see something, you need to call them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. And you don't put it out there in the intergalactic bit bucket because somebody is going to have a copy of it someplace, somewhere. Sure. And as this guy was telling me that, you know, the two-factor authentication has definitely helped. Mm -hmm. uh, and locking down your account has definitely helped keep people like him away from it. But you still need to make sure that you keep track of every single thing and, and your passwords are always hard and all that other good stuff. So all the advice that we've been giving, 
Yeah. Yeah. Still absolutely there. Still important. Okay, so Matt, what the heck is the internet talking about? Because you're not only our magnificent millennial, you are our internet scout that tells us what is going on in the internet that is astounding people and people are talking about. And so when we get together with all of our family members and friends and they start talking about, for example, uh, Mr. Beast, yeah. we don't think that it's uh, the WWE at all. <laughs> no. right? Mr. Beast. Quite the opposite. I love this story. It's amazing. Mr. Beast is in, well, let me tell you what he did. Do you remember when we were kids, what was the one movie that you wish was real? Oh, man. It's going to be Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, right? <laughs> exactly. You, all you wanted to do was run through that factory and eat all the candy that you possibly could, drink out of the chocolate fountain, all that. Well, a YouTuber named Mr. Beast has recreated the entire factory in real life. Now, if you don't know who Mr. Beast is, he's an eccentric YouTuber who has a ton of money and uses that money to either give away millions of dollars, free Teslas, hold competitions. Remember when he just did um, the... the was a Netflix show. He did Squid Game. Squid Game, right? Oh, yes. And so he recreated Squid Game. So now he did this whole as a competition in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So not only <laughs> did he rebuild the whole chocolate fountain and had people have to jump off of it to see how far they can jump, That's he had fantastic. people try to swim across the chocolate river, collect as many of the chocolate mushrooms or um, um, candy toadstools as they could. But the best part, at the end of the video, you find out who the judge of all this is. Guess who it is? Who? It's Gordon Ramsay. What? Just, oh my gosh, you're kidding. No, it just shows up inexplicably as the judge of this whole thing. So the, the competition was a few rounds long, and it was giving away $500,000 that he had in a bag. A bag of cash <laughs> that he just gave to the winner. So it, it's four rooms. You have to check out this video. Just go to Mr. Beast on YouTube. It's uh, um, amazing. Oh, that's great. He does and really cool videos. He does. Yeah. He does. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and so just search for Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. And it'll be it'll be the number one video. It has like exactly. 14 million views and it just came out three days ago. I'm going to so watch it. It's I'm going to watch it myself. I haven't seen that one. What, what does Willy Wonka use to keep his factory clean? You know that one, Matt? Oompa Loofas? No. <laughs> Oompa Roombas. Ah. <laughs> All right. Stay right where you are. We have some tech refresh trivia that's going to try to stump you and you're going to learn a new fun fact and then Allie has an amazing joke at the end she promises me that it's better than anything you've ever heard before <laughs> ever ever in your entire life so stay right where you are Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. You know the drill. It's your weekly fun podcast about everything digital. Now, if you're looking for the Kim Commando Show, this is not it. Okay. You can find the Kim Commando Show on your favorite radio station every weekend, all three hours. Or you can get it as a podcast, a webcast, and you can watch us and go behind the scenes over at getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. All right, Matt, you are the master of trivia. I, and yes. I will tell everybody that whenever we do virtual trivia with the company, I'm always like, I am on Matt's team. Yes. And then people go like, how come you're always on Matt's team? I'm, because my name's on the building. Okay? <laughs> That's just it. Hey, if you All want right. to win, be on my team. That's it. All right, so Matt, give us the trivia. I've been watching the NHL and NBA playoffs over the last couple of weeks, and it's been really exciting. Everybody's having a good time. But one thing I noticed that I don't think a lot of people did was how incredibly technologically advanced all these arenas are. I mean, huge, massive screens and lighting shows and all this stuff. So I started to think, how much do these places cost? And after looking it up, I decided, oh, man, I wonder what the most expensive one is. <laughs> oh, so okay. what is the most expensive stadium ever built? Is it A, the SoFi Stadium in L.A., finished in 2015? Is it B, the Allegiant Stadium in Vegas in 2012? 
Is it C, the MetLife Stadium in New York, which was finished in 2007, and the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, which was finished in 2006? Okay. Well, okay, I'm going to go first. Um, Because your name's on the building. (laughs) Because my name's on the building. That's right. Uh, See how that works. See how that works. Um, Is that I had a chance to interview Steve Ballmer. Oh. And uh, he, of course, is really big into basketball. And he's got what used to be called the Staples Center. Now it's the SoFi Center. Mm -hmm. And I remember that we were talking about all the computers and technology, the holograms, the AI, that everything's being used now in professional basketball. And so I'm going to go with the Sci-Fi Center just because of that conversation. And that's I don't know anything about any other basketball (laughs) Anything. So that's just my reasoning. Okay. okay. I'm going to say everything's bigger mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. Maybe it's more expensive, too. I'm going to go Vegas. Okay. So you're, she's going Vegas. Did you know that you can't have an Elvis Presley wedding in Las Vegas? I heard what? that. Yeah. That makes me so sad. What a bummer. Say, yeah, they're saying that it's, uh, you know, it's violating Elvis's copyright. Oh, come on. All this other stuff. Yeah, so you're not allowed to have an Elvis impersonator marry you in Vegas. I mean, I was just all ready to go, like, renew our vows just to have <laughs> yeah. Elvis yeah. do it. Matt, you know? you're going to have to come up with a new plan. Hey, yeah, that was my entire plan the entire time. <laughs> Darn. Uh, well, one of you is correct. And it is Kim. Kim Commando (gasps) is correct. It is the SoFi Stadium, which is leaps and bounds more expensive than the other three. $16 billion with a B dollars to build that stadium that just was opened a few years ago. Way to go, Steve. High five, Steve. (laughs) It is incredible. They have lighting and all the the, um, AC system that they have in there that is able to detect how many people are in there and stuff like that and being able to climate control it. It's incredibly technologically advanced. That's cool. So. See, it makes me want to go to a basketball game. Yeah. You know, I mean, I should come up. Hey, Steve, it's your good friend, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering <laughs> if I can get a couple of seats. Okay, Allie. No pressure. It's your turn. Right. No pressure. On a scale of one to 10, we did this on the show. <laughs> the <last> show. <laughs> and because you were hyping up this big tip and I said, oh, now is it, is it really a 10? You're like, yes, yes. And then I thought it was so funny. This guy got onto Twitter. He's like. It's just a five. I don't think it's a ten. Well, but he said it's a five. I've used it three times already. And I was like, what? If it's so if bad, it, why, why do you keep using it? So I sent a message from Kim's account. I said, hey, Allie here. What's up? Only five out of ten. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he said, no, I thought the scale was to five. I thought it was one through five. It's a ten. So either I bullied him. Yeah, into exactly. saying it was a 10, or it really was. I like to think. You just publicly embarrassed the guy. That was all right. Okay, all right. So He so learned give his us, lesson. So give us your joke, Al. All right, here we go. Sherlock Holmes and John Watson are out camping on a case that they're investigating. They put up their tent, they have a nice dinner, and they drink a bottle of wine, and then they go to sleep. In the middle of the night, Holmes wakes up and nudges his faithful friend, and he says, Watson, look up at the sky and tell me what you see. I see millions of stars, Holmes replies Watson. And what do you deduce from that? Watson ponders. Well, it tells me there are millions of galaxies and potentially billions of planets. Somewhere in the universe with so many billions of stars similar to the sun, there is a high possibility that some of these stars have Earth-like planets. And assuming that Earth is typical, some may have developed intelligent life. Wow, that means that humanity may not be alone in the vast cosmos. What do you deduce, Holmes? Holmes is silent for a minute, thinking, and then he replies, Quite. Though my more immediate concern is that 
the fact that clearly someone has stolen our tent. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right. That was good. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Uh, So, Matt, you're going to be on joke duty next week. You know, I got tons of them in the hopper ready. (laughs) Yes. And, uh, you know, we love to hear from you guys and gals who are listening. And you can reach out to us on Twitter. That's probably the best place. Yeah. That's always fun. Uh, or you can send us an email. That's podcasts with an S, podcasts at commando.com. Once again, that's podcasts at commando.com. Just keep in mind, uh, keep it family friendly and nice and upbeat because everybody in the company reads that. Okay? So Don't be podcasts, mean. Yes, podcasts at commando.com. And just one more plea for you guys and gals to give us a nice five-star review and say some nice things about us wherever you get your podcast because that helps more people find us and we want to of course have more listeners because then we can have more sponsors other than our own sponsor like get the current thing <laughs> something important but thanks again thanks for being here thanks for joining us we'll see you again next week <laughs> <laughs>